What up, what up? I don't know what to call this podcast, but we're just gonna call it episode one. Talk about a lot of fucked up shit in Chicago, you know. Starting by who in the fuck make these laws and then not tell motherfuckers until the day that the law is in effect out here. They got a no parking at the 2 a.m. in Chicago. First of all, y'all needing to stop with all these new fucking dumbass laws, like no parking at the 2 a.m. Two, y'all need to stop and take these motherfucking defective-ass red light cameras and fucking speed trap cameras the fuck down. Like, goddamn it, I'm on 55th and Western the other day. It's like two cars in front of me at the light. We all just sitting at the light. By the time it turned green, it's five cars in the far right lane to turn right. When I say each and every one of us got flashed on a green light to turn right, the shit came in the mail talking about a warning. What the fuck was y'all warning? Y'all fucked up. That's what y'all did. So y'all sent me something in the mail talking about warning. Get the fuck out of here. Like, my nigga, fix this shit. Before y'all put this shit out here and test it on us and expect us to pay so y'all can get the shit fixed. I know what's going on. I ain't done. You feel me? And then, on top of that, it's like, whatever you buy, whatever you buy, it's easy to get it. But when it's time to get your motherfucking money back, oh, oh, you got to wait forever fucking forever three to five business days oh no when you did it you did it on thursday so that day doesn't count as a business day you gotta wait till monday that's when your business days start type shit like come on man i ain't wait a business day to give you my motherfucking money so i ain't gonna wait a business day to get my shit the fuck back god damn it like shit is just asshole backwards to me like the way i think and then it's getting to the point, who the fuck is giving people everybody driver's license these days? Everybody don't need a fucking driver's license. I'm pretty sure you motherfuckers have been on the road with people that do dumb shit that just blow your whole fucking day where you drive the fuck home and don't come back outside. Because that's what I do. People do dumb shit. Like, for example, this is, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all do it. We all may do it. But my nigga, if you know your car ain't got it, don't fucking try it. So the other day, I'm driving. I think I was on fucking 18th and Blue Island, trying to make a right at Blue Island. I mean, I wasn't making a right. I was keeping straight to Halstead. That's where I was going. So a car, first of all, it's a tight squeeze. This motherfucker in a Honda Corolla trying to squeeze whatever fuck it's called Civic, whatever, whichever one it is with the C, try to squeeze in on the right side of me, right? Now, he squeezes in, light turns green, I accelerate. Do you know this motherfucker accelerated late as fuck and then try to gun it to swoop in front of me? I see this shit and I'm like, okay, this nigga hit my car, I'm beating his ass. I don't give a fuck. Because I work too hard to keep this motherfucker. I'm not finna lose it to a dumbass. Realizes at the last minute, 
he's not gonna make it. Do you know what the fuck this dude did? This man <laughs> slammed on his brakes and jumped on the goddamn sidewalk and and drove. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he hit a sharp edge right to that up the alley right there. I said, this motherfucker here does not give a fuck. But I'm glad he did what the fuck he did and not try to push his way through because he would have fucked my whole right side of my car. But anywho, in other news, uh, I was watching ESPN the other day and uh, a reporter asked LeBron James, you know, what's his thoughts? There are rumors and talks that Carmelo Anthony is coming to the Lakers. That motherfucker said, could you, could you repeat that? I didn't hear you. That nigga do not want Melo in fucking uh, L.A. That nigga like, shit, who, who, you say, who come here and they ain't advise me in this shit? Motherfucker, y'all know LeBron, that nigga jump ship on your ass. But what's y'all thoughts on that, man? Like, let me know, man. Like, do y'all think Melo would be a good fit in L.A. with LeBron? Who 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 do you think? Because it's a few players that they saying might be um, coming to the Lakers. And one of them is everybody love him, but everybody hate him. J.I. Smith, which is one of my favorite players, I must say. I fucking I fucks with J.I. Smith. You feel me? But what's y'all thoughts on that? Like, what y'all think? Like, uh, there's a few other people that's that's rumors that want trades and shit like that. But I want to know who should stay in L.A. and who need to come to L.A. Like, my honest opinion, if the Paul George thing do happen, and let's say the Kawhi Leonard thing happen, who, out of them three right there alone, though they will have to take major fucking pay cuts to make that shit work. And out of them three, I don't think... I mean, I know LeBron ain't going to give a fuck about taking a pay cut. That nigga did that shit so many times, but... Do you think Paul George and Kawhi will take a pay cut to become championship contender team, like a top-notch team? Like, I think, I think Paul George will take a pay cut, but Kawhi ain't going for that shit. Like Kawhi out for Kawhi. You feel me? I'm not a real Kawhi fan. You know, I don't really fuck with him. I'm more so an underdog player fan. Like, I'm a fan of, uh, like I said, J.R. Smith. Of course, my boy Amon Shepard. Um, I fuck with like if Markel fault get you know get over that hump that you know his injury and shit get that out of his head he'll be a fucking raw ass fucking player he already is a raw ass player but he'll be even dangerous man like that's my honest to god opinion like I feel he'll be a fucking dog and uh, who else uh, fucking um that like what the fuck is his name uh uh. uh that dude Saxton, he fucking disappointed me. And that whole Cleveland organization over there is fucked up. Like, LeBron left that team like George Bush left the U.S. Fucked up. And it's going to be hard to fix that. Like, no bullshit. Like, ain't no... It's, it's going to take a while because they got trash-ass players over there. Kevin Love always hurt. Who the fuck going to want him on their team? Who can they trade him for? You feel me? Then you got the promising rookie... Saxton, what the fuck his first name is? I don't really follow the dude. Once I heard LeBron was jumping ship, I didn't give a fuck. I haven't been a Cleveland Cavaliers fan since Darius Miles. 
And that, you all know how long ago that was, but that was even in the T-Mac era. I was a huge T-Mac fan. Oh, speaking of old players, did y'all catch that uh, that documentary they did on uh, Anthony Penny Hardaway? I found that to be deep. Like, I fuck with that story, man. Like, Penny Hardaway came a long fucking way, man. And to top it off, you know, his best friend who died predicted what would happen, what 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 his life would be like once he left the NBA. He predicted that the, he would t- coach they, that team and they would win three championships. He predicted after those three championships that he'll be uh, the head coach. Well, he'll be in Memphis State again. He never said he would be the coach, but he said he would be in Memphis again. And he was. He was at the, the place where it all started for him, man. And hearing stories like that, man, it makes you realize and respect a person more. You know, I feel like in life, I know I know everybody likes to be in their you know, own world and they like to be to themselves. But sometimes, man, when you let people in and give people a understanding and uh, a perspective of who you are, you know, it would be more, it would be less, less discrimination, you know, because a person, a person will look at me coming down the street and automatically assume like, oh, this guy could be dangerous. You know what I mean? Rather vice versa, being a black man, and we walking down the street, you feel me? And we see a white person or a Mexican person. We all do it. We all have thoughts in our head like this person look like he could be a, a serial killer, or this person look like he watched porn all day. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just we automatically assume based off a person's appearance who they are instead of getting to know that person. You know, and a huge part of that is just is the reason why you know we don't get along as people now you have those people type a people person they call it who would basically who who's good at approaching people like and that's another thing I tell people like it's okay to speak to someone because you never know what kind of day a person is having and just by you saying, hey, hello to that person or or I like your outfit, you know, complimenting the person or just speaking to them, that, that makes a person's day, you know. And true story, I was living in, when I lived in L.A., um, I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard. I was heading to school. I was going to school. I went to the L.A. film school, film and recording school. And, um, and if you're familiar with the area, um, you know that the recording school is all the way down where the Chick-fil-A is on, uh, I think that's Highland. Yeah, on Sunset and Highland. So I'm walking up Hollywood Boulevard. I bust it right on Vine Street. I mean, not Vine Street. I bust it left on uh, Vine, I mean, uh, Highland, coming up Hollywood Boulevard. I see this individual. He, you know, he, um, he was just like, going crazy, just like swinging his arms, walking down the street, talking to himself. And 
I was like, I was like, what's going on? I said, uh, what did I say? I put my hand, I, cause I, I, I seen a dude. I don't know what they called, but it was this dude. I think he was a Muslim, but he had one of those red hats with the little thread thing hanging down it. And I seen him when he walked past me, and you know, right before he even got close up on me, he tapped on his shoulder, me on his chest, with his right hand where his heart was, and. He told me like uh he was like uh we walked past he said something beloved you know what I'm saying and I'm not a Muslim I'm not any part of that but you know I I I, I approach all men as kings and all women as queens so when when or well, God you know what I mean that's what I say you know and I walked past this gentleman and I was like what's going on king you know just like that. And he looked at me confused, and he said, what you say? I said, what's up, King? You know, and not knowing this gentleman is from Chicago, he's like, I ain't no fucking King. Ooh, out the bam. I'm like, bro, I'm not from, I'm from Chicago myself. I didn't call you a King, like Latin King. I, I'm calling you a King because that's what we are. You feel me? And, and he's like, oh, oh, okay, respect, you know. And he's like, my bad, bro. I'm just having a bad day. And right from there, he started telling me. I didn't want to hear this shit, but I sat there and listened to him. Because that's all a person needed. Somebody to hear them out. And you never know these things. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't have to stand there, but I did. Because he didn't have to tell me what was going on, but he did. Meaning, he needed somebody to talk to. Who's to say if I just walked off on him, he was, he, he you know... He wouldn't went down the street and whoop somebody ass and ended up in jail because he was pissed. But, you know, I still talk to this gentleman to this day, man. We good friends, play ball together and everything. But, you know, um, in other words, in other news, this Christmas song getting banned. What's y'all thoughts on that? Like, I don't think it's a rape song, a song talking about rape. I just look at it as... Two individuals just meeting each other. They they really love each other's company, but one is playing hard to get. The other one is, you know, showing that this is where he wants to be. Like he's 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 being persistent. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 what they're saying is women that like a persistent man, meaning they like a man to rape them, that's basically what the world is saying. And then what I hate is once once it goes on the news or once it goes viral, everybody want to jump on the bandwagon saying, yeah, don't play that song. Oh, yeah, I hate that song. Now you hate this song because it's put out there as the lyrics are rape. But just last year, you was in love with this song. But since, you've, since people are saying these lyrics are pertaining to rape, now you hate the song. Why? When is it going to come, America, that we become our own our own like thought like like our own thoughts and our own opinions is what matters to us not what everyone else's opinions say that we should feel like i don't get that shit like for example where would michael vick be right now today if what happened wasn't so wasn't such a big deal to the atlanta falcons i feel as if what these players or what these people do in their personal lives shouldn't affect work what the fuck does, since when will your star quarterback fighting dogs or allegedly fighting dogs 
have to do with people coming to the game? What is that going to affect? Nothing. People are still going to come see this amazing player win you football games. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got we to gotta suspend him indefinitely or suspend this player. Da, da, da. What the fuck is that going to prove? People that, people that are not famous that fight dogs still have their jobs. But because this person is in the public eye all the time, you guys make it such a big fucking deal. Like, I don't get shit like that. Like, that shit like that pisses me the fuck off, man. Like, dead ass. Got me talking like a New York nigga, you feel me? Word to my mother, son. <laughs> but that's the type of shit I think about, man. I know I ain't the only one in the world that that, that have these thoughts, you know what I'm saying? And Whatever, but anywho, in other news... Let's talk about the hiring rate. Like, I feel like ever since Americans and business owners got are all becoming lazy. Like, I understand improving this and improving that, but America as a whole had a much hiring rate before they allowed computers to look for keywords in your resume to match this job before they even consider you a candidate. So you mean to tell me a computer, which these things do fuck up, looks for keywords in your resume. If you don't have as many keywords that this job, this company is looking for, your resume is tossed. Even though your resume, you are a top candidate for this job. But because companies are lazy and they figure we can make more income if we lose this person and just get this computer to do it then hey the business makes more money and it's 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 an easier task for us to for the hiring process but not knowing that you're passing out passing up on top prospects for this job or candidates for this job because you are allowing a computer that makes mistakes once again, keyword that makes mistakes. Pick and choose who are candidates for this job. Rather than doing it the old-fashioned way, where a person actually looks over this resume and, you know, picks the perfect candidate that way. And then another thing I hate, but I'm not against it because I'm I have been a person that has had this privilege, but not so much, only once in my whole life. But you I went to a job interview. True story. Went to a job interview for uh Live Nation. My interview was held in at the my first interview was at the Beverly Hills. No, 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 no. My first interview was at the one on uh Hollywood Boulevard at the Live Nation building there. And I go in there. At first, they gave me a hard time in the lobby to get on the elevator, to get my pass to get on the elevator because someone forgot to put me in the computer. But anywho, fast forward to upstairs, and it's me and these two other gentlemen. Now, they had already been there. They was talking to each other already. So I'm just sitting back, being observant, listening to these two talk. So one of the boys said, you know, Man, my dad, I'm only here because my dad told me he was going to cut me off. You feel me? 
He's like, my dad, I'm only here because my dad told me he's going to cut me off. I don't, he's like, I don't know shit about, he didn't say shit, but he said, I don't know anything about this position. So the other kid asked him, like, what position are you um, interviewing for? And he was like, I'm interviewing for the uh, day-to-day A&R ma- artist management. Same position I'm here for, same position that the gentleman who asked the question here for. So, remember, remind you, he said he knows nothing about any of this stuff. He, he, he doesn't like music. He doesn't care for this. He's only here because his dad told him he was going to cut him off if he didn't get a job. So, this dude already rich, already coming for money. So, the, the, the guy goes in, he does his interview, comes out. The kid goes in who knows nothing about this job goes in comes out I go in I come out now they tell us we would know uh, if we have the job to stick around after interview so everyone is sticking around in the lobby so the 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 um, what is, what's the, the secretary comes out and the dude who dad told him to get a job got the job and you know, uh, the guy The guy asked me, told him, uh, he said, hey, congratulations, man. Ooh, I'm the band. So I say the same thing. And he was like, man, he's like, I didn't really want this job. My dad, him and my dad are friends. Or some shit he said. And me and the other dude looked at each other like and shook our head. But I've had, jo- I've had a job where that happened for me. So I can, I couldn't get mad. But I, I knew that, you know, this job was for me because I have the most experience out of the two. But at the same time, it was what it was. It was a learning lesson. But that day I learned living in L.A., who you know is a big part. So networking is key. And if you ever, if anybody is planning on going to L.A., just remember that. It's who you know. And networking is key. So if you're going down there to be an actress or actor, Craigslist is your best friend. Because all social, all mixers, everything that involves that, you'll find there. And that's where you go and network. Like, I got to the point where I was was in L.A., like living in the hills, driving ranges, Maserati trucks, Bentleys, you name it. And, um... Networking, man. My a good a friend of mine introduced me to somebody. They needed help. I came through. You know, told them I did music, conversating with them, and there you had it. You know what I'm saying? And I learned other stuff on the way. Met people, and LA became easy for me. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. I get to travel there and back whenever I want. You know what I mean? And it's just cool, man. But I don't know. Those are just my thoughts, man. I was up, couldn't sleep, but now I'm tired. So, man, y'all be smooth, and I'm out.